Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body of the SK system, your majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. (laughs) (laughs) Most effective, your majesty. Will you destroy this, uh, Earth? Later. I like to play with things a while before... Before annihilation. So serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week we're talking about Flash Gordon, uh, 1980, specifically the Queen version. Oh yeah, it's the only way you can yeah. describe this one. So anyone who's seen this movie knows that it's not a complicated story. I'll grant you that. You, I was about to get really defensive because I love this movie. Oh, it's a great story, but it's not complicated. It's not a great story. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's a horrible story. <laughs> Accepted correction. Accepted and yes. Uh, it's so, an, it's a it's not an easy movie to no, watch. No, no. I, I had to have two beers before I like was comfortable it, enough just to sit down and like, it's finish a fan fucking tastic yeah. movie if you can get past the terrible dialogue. For those of you who are in states where a certain green herb is illegal. Holy shit, this movie would be amazing. Yeah, if you've ever seen Ted or Ted 2, yes, that's exactly the point of that movie. The, pretty much the premise of both of those movies. You have movies. to smoke enough that your um, stuffed animal comes alive. Yes. And then uh, And Flash then Gordon this movie be becomes the top favorite of your movies. Exactly. Essentially, this, the, again, 1980 version, because as I'll get into in a moment, there are a handful of versions of Flash Gordon. Been around like 100 years. Since the 30s. Since Steamboat Willie. <laughs> and he's know. got his own app now. I was about to do the Looney Tunes song for some reason. It also, it's all in my head. It sounded like you were starting to do the Flintstones thing. No. Anyway. Um, so, the movie begins very suddenly because we watched this on original VHS. Yeah, they uh, actually skipped some other shit. I'm not sure all, what all they skipped. Yeah. I'm we pre- started with them getting on the plane. Yeah. So, which I think is, you know, a minute in anyway. We didn't a, have opening credits, though. No, we didn't have opening credits. We didn't have any previews. Yeah. This uh, seemed like a... It wasn't a pirated copy. Was okay, so the, the reason I own it on VHS, let's get into that. Yeah. I looked for years, because it used to be on Netflix or something, and then I wanted to buy a copy because I love the movie, yeah. and it turns out they don't make it on DVD anymore. I there was like one special edition. Why. There was a special edition released years and years ago, and I could never find it, and I didn't want to go pay like 50 bucks on eBay. So I found a copy eventually on VHS, which prompted me to buy, or actually what, to- like Goodwill? Yeah. Which prompted <laughs> I me- I was joking. Yeah. Where else would I get it? I don't know. Which prompted me to find a VHS, or a VCR, rather. Yeah. Um, and there For you go. For those children who are listening, a VCR uh-huh. is what played a giant plastic brick that yeah. used to hold... I'm trying to describe it to someone who's never yeah. seen a VHS before. And uh, Also, it's not a save logo. <laughs> it's a floppy disk. That's... <laughs> All right, Flash Gordon, back to the point here. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> So they're on a plane. Uh, they being um, Flash Gordon, who is a uh, 
Football star. Professional football player for the for the New York Giants. He's a quarterback. Uh, and travel agent Dale Arden. Just they're on a private plane together going going back home because the pilots are like, oh, I hope Flash had a good vacation because he's he's got to come through this season. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the moon begins to start crashing into the earth. Hey, we're, we're flying a plane, but come sign this thing for my kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and then Flash drops the not-so-subtle creepy bullshit. You're uh, Dale Arden, the uh, travel journalist or whatever. Yeah, I asked the <laughs> maitre d' about you last night. <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? Things you could get away with in the Stop 80s, being I guess. Creep. No, like I said when we were watching it, it's things you can get away with being a football player. That's very <laughs> it has true. nothing to do with the times. Very, very true. Um, and Dale Arden falls for him immediately. He's also wearing a shirt with his own name on it. Which let's not gloss over that. <laughs> which if my name was Flash, you know, I, I I I might do that too. But also might get confused with the character, the Flash. Anyway. No response. <laughs> <laughs> They're on a plane. The moon begins crashing into Earth. As it does. As it does. And uh, Dr. Uh, Zarkov. Zarkov. Hans Zarkov. Hans Zarkov, who had resigned and been fired from NASA for his odd... He didn't resign. He was fired. Well, in his memories, he resigned. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Um, I feel like you don't quit NASA. I feel like that's one of those, like, government blacklist things. Like, (laughs) you don't just quit NASA. There's too many secrets. You know, the lizard people know about you. (laughs) Next thing you know, you're either a lizard person yourself or you're dead. Yeah. Dr. Zarkov. <laughs> Dr. Lizard. Go on. <laughs> built a rocket because he knew this day was coming. He knew this day was coming. He built it for, uh, what did he say in the movie? He built it uh, to like reach out. To defend, to, no, no, to counterattack the attackers. No, no it was, he said it was like to reach out in friendship or something. That's what he built it for. Sure, but he only bu- he built it where he needed a person, not himself, to yeah. push a red pedal that kept the G-forces from we killing We must push them. a red pedal or we'll be crushed by the G-forces. Minor details. He ends up kidnapping Flash Gordon and Dale Arden. They end up going up into space. They just land on, uh, I think it's the planet Monos, right? The, uh, I have no fucking clue what the planet's called, dude. It's Ming's planet. It's fucking Ming's planet. Emperor Ming. Emperor Ming. Ming the Merciless. They're captured. They are brought before Ming the Merciless. And his whole court. And his entire court of subjugated peoples. Who are paying, um, Paying homage. Paying tribute and homage. Homage du fromage. As one individual's planet goes, you have taken everything we have. All I can give you is my loyalty. Bullshit. He lied. (laughs) And he says, fall on your sword. He did exactly what I would do in that situation. I love Emperor Ming. And he kills the guy because the the guy tried to kill him. Except for the implied, you know, daughter banging. (sighs) Yeah. We'll get to that in fan I mean, we can't project. What does Star Trek teach us? We can't project our earthly um, morality <laughs> on alien species. Quite so. We did Quite learn so. this. We, Quite so. We learned a lot from Star Trek. Quite so. <laughs> Thanks, Gene Roddenberry. Um, Game the Roddenberry. To speed this story forward, because Jesus Christ, this was fueled by cocaine and a lot of weed and a lot of alcohol in the time. Uh, back then it was reefer. Back then it was it. the reefer madness. And uh, Flash says, oh, this guy's crazy. And then he starts football fighting the guards. They As throw him. In, they throw him an egg because he's he's losing the fight, and then the doctor throws him an egg, which is like a football. And all of a sudden, he's a badass, and he it only loses because the doctor throws another egg at him and hits his own head. Yes. <laughs> Flash's head. Oh, during this battle, um, the Hawkman leader is whacking people on the head when he thinks he's not being watched too. Yes. So you already know he's a bro. <laughs> Hawkman. Yes, and not the DC Hawkman. Hawkman. Right! Uh, the princess. Uh, Princess Ara, the daughter of Ming, 
has an attraction to Flash. She's and also an accent for no reason. An Italian accent for no reason. <laughs> she's also married to uh, Prince Baron. I think she's betrothed. I don't know if she's married. True. Not sure. Nothing's clear in this movie. Um, oh no, there are many things she asks, in this movie. She asks him for a to say, spare Flash's life. He goes, no, and he summarily execute, executes him. She is also fucking the doctor who's in charge of the execution. No, so after he's executed, she has the doctor bring him back to life with magic space juice. It's never really explained what he is. She, she speaks briefly to Prince Baron, her betrothed, who's also James Bond. Yes, who is James Bond. And uh, she's whispering sweet nothings in his ear, and he just goes, you bitch. <laughs> That's our Timothy wow. Dalton. <laughs> Damn. Timothy Dalton laying it down. Uh, she brings Flash back to life, starts taking him to uh, Prince Baron's planet, Arborea. Arborea. Indoor. Slash Dagobah. In- Endor, Dagobah, and Kashyyyk Indoor in the one. streets. Dagobah in the sheets. sheets. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that's gross. You don't want to be Dagobah in the sheets. <laughs> you also don't want to be Tatooine in the sheets. That's, mm, yeah. It's that's rough, a medical problem. Of course, irritating and gets everywhere. Of course, irritating and it gets everywhere. Uh, anyway, speeding on forward. I guess I'd pick Dagobah. <laughs> Essentially what happens is Flash brought to life, starts uniting all these peoples who hate Ming, creates a rebellion, starting with the Hawkman. Actually, starting with Prince Baron. Yeah, he gets Prince Baron and his people. Actually, he saves one of the Hawkmen from Prince Baron's Dagobah pit. Yes. And, and a lizard person. And a lizard person. No, wait. Lizard person dies. One of them dies in there. One of them dies. Yeah. Fuck uh, but he fights Prince Baron in a <laughs> duel to the death because the Hawkmen are going to ransom him back. And according to Ming's laws, if you're ransoming a prince, he gets a trial by combat first. It's a very Star Trek scenario. <laughs> and he picks it's, Flash Gordon to is, be his trial by combat. This could be a TOS episode. It, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Flash Gordon could be replaced with James T. Kirk. Absolutely. And virtually nothing would change. Yeah. Okay, that's my new headcanon. <laughs> that's my new headcanon. Um... But Flash defeats Prince Baron, but saves his life and then wins his loyalty. He spares him. Spares his humanity. life. It's, <laughs> what is this? Humanity. Ew. Fucking gross. Uh, long story short, um, Flash leads the rebellion by taking over Ming's ship. Ming, by the meantime, is marrying Dale Arden as his Empress of the Hour. Who is in love with Flash now and wants oh, to marry yes. him. It's same been like day, 15 minutes. It's the same day. Oh, wait, you forgot about uh, Zarkov also got sort of brainwashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. popped out of it. So Zarkov was getting his mind erased and replaced with some sort of you know agency programming. programming. And But he remembers because he remembered his humanity, damn it. Even yeah. a Beatles song. He's like Shakespeare and all these things. They and, tried to format him. and <laughs> It didn't work. And he just remembered his humanity throughout. Task so, failed successfully. Yeah. <laughs> they must have been using Windows. <laughs> <laughs> Reprogram.exe. Yeah. Um, so Ming is, meanwhile, marrying Dale Arden. Uh, I'm skipping a lot here, but really it's, it's, it's a clusterfuck of plot and... One-liners. And one-liners and quotes and all these things. Uh, he ends up... Flash is... All the Hawkmen and Flash destroy the ship. They're flying towards Ming's palace. There's a lightning field of some sort. Uh, Dr. Zarkov and Prince Baron have infiltrated the place because they were taken prisoner, I guess, and the princess saves them. Again, guys, it makes no fucking sense. I apologize. And Prince Baron takes down the lightning field by killing a lot of people. Yep. And then Accurate. Flash... Crash lands a ship, not on purpose, mind you, into it because he expected to die. It's a very Fully expected to old die. school um, 
re- retro futurism type of ship with like a pointy stick thing oh, at the yeah. beginning at the it's end of it. It's got a spear up front. For no fucking reason. And it crashes to the building and impale and Ming just stares at it <laughs> as it's coming at him. Like a boss. And just takes it like a bitch. And then there's a countdown because Dr. Zarkov at some point says, Oh, the Earth only has 14 hours and so many minutes. And 14 six hours, seconds. nine hours. Fall, fall, fall. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, and the countdown's going and it says 15 seconds. And then for about 45 seconds, it counts down to zero. And then Ming disappears. Dude, it should have stopped at 007. To Timothy Dalton. It fucking should have. Aw, bro. But, Missed uh, opportunities. Ming uh, flashes like, I'll spare your life if you spare the Earth. And he tries to use his mind control ring on him, but instead he disappears, Ming disappears, and the ring falls to the ground. I'm still not convinced that's not the ring of power from Mordor. Oh, it certainly is. Yes. <laughs> Did you read my fan theories? <laughs> Maybe. And, uh, and then Prince Baron's labeled the true heir. He's married to Prince, uh, going to be married to Princess Aura. They thank Flash. And then that's literally the end of the movie. The Hawkman is the uh, general. Yes, and they label Hawkman the general of the armies, and they fly away in formation saying, thanks, Flash, yep. in English. And that's the fucking movie. Yep, and if that didn't make any sense, well, fuck you, because that's how this movie goes. <laughs> if you smoke a little weed, We just made more sense of the movie more sense. than, yeah. All right, we'll be back in a minute with the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Cast Facts. Cat Facts. Meow. Meow. All right, Sam J. Jones was Flash Gordon. He was in Ted and Ted 2 and Stargate SG-1. That's it. Ming! Melody Anderson played Dale Arden. She was in the original Battlestar Galactica from the 70s. I did not know that. I didn't either. All right, we've gone over Max von Sydow like five fucking times in this show. He plays <laughs> Ming, of nerd. Ming the Merciless. He also plays Lore Santeca. We don't still don't know who that is. <laughs> we don't we don't research between these episodes, yeah. guys. He's Esburn. Uh he's in Shutter Island. He's Vigo in Ghostbusters, Judge Dredd. He's in Young Indiana Jones, and he's in Exorcist One and Two. And Game of Thrones. And Indeed. everything else. Everything nerd. <laughs> Moving on. Uh Dr. Hans Zarkov was played by a guy named Topol. T O P O L. Just one word? Yep. Nice. Yep. He was in uh the Bond film For Your Eyes Only. He's one of five James Bond cast members in this movie. One of them, of course, being Timothy Dalton, Timothy Dalton, who was a Bond. Timothy Bolt. Timothy Bolt. Timothy Bond. Yeah. Speaking of which, he played Prince Baron. Um, Prince do you, Baron. Okay, Toy Story. Apparently, there's someone called Mr. Pricklepants. That's Timothy Dalton. I don't know. Uh, He's I, in Toy Story 3 and 4. I never saw 4. Yeah, I saw 3 once, out. and I cried, <clears throat> but I didn't watch it again. Okay. I felt, emo- I felt emotions. Gross. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was he was end. in uh, Penny Dreadful, which is a pretty damn good show. It's kind of got it. the goth aesthetic. I'm not sure you'd like it, but never heard of it. It's uh, it's interesting. I can't remember anything about it now, but it was <laughs> good. I do remember the main character was hot. I don't remember anything else about it right now. What was his name? Her name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> gay joke asshole. I-, I get it. Cool. All right. Uh, You're gay. He was also uh, Lord President Rassilon in Doctor Who. OG Doctor Who or like fucking fine though, bro. I don't Doctor Who. Doctor Who? 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 Doctor Who was that? Uh he was on Hot Fuzz, of course. Oh yeah. He was in the Hercules TV show, Tales from the Crypt, The Rocketeer, which is one I said we need Ooh, to do soon. Yes, we do. And of course he was James Freaking Bond. Alright, Brian da, 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 da. Yeah. Brian Blessed played Prince Voltan. He was 
Not going to tell you. He was in episode one of Star Wars. I'm not going to tell you who he was yet. Wait, fact, wait, 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 wait. Just say what, wait. Brian what? Blessed. Okay. Prince Voltan. Oh, yeah. The Hawkman guy. He was a character. He was the voice of a character in Star Wars episode one, and I'm not going to tell you to the end of the episode. Watto? No. Damn it! Uh, he was also in Peppa Pig. Oh god! He's in something called Wizard versus Wizards versus Aliens, which I don't fucking know. Which I'd never heard of before, but we're totally yeah. to watch. He's the narrator in Rome: Total War. Uh, he's in Kingdom Hearts, and he's in. I know his voice from. Yep, and he was in the 1986 Doctor Who. Ah, yeah. <coughs> care I haven't to, seen any old Who. Care to take another guess at uh, who it was? A voice, a voice. Uh, I don't know. And the guy sort of, um, sort of resembles a current boss Nass. Yep. I yes. was going to say current politician. Yes. <laughs> Boss Ness. He looks a little like <laughs> Yeah, he's freaking Boss Ness. Oh, Nass. my God. Yeah, that's one of those things I was yelling about a fucking second ago. Fucking Gungan. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, all right. Ready for some facts here. Yeah. All right. Max von Sydow, uh, his costume weighed over 70 pounds. <laughs> he could only stand for a couple minutes at a time. Yeah. Ming the Merciless. All right. Also, all the cast members had mul- they were signed up for multiple films, and after the first movie didn't do well, they just never made them. So I guess hypothetically they could bring them yeah. back. I don't know how good those contracts are. All right. So if it weren't for this fucking movie, uh, they probably would have never made Star Wars. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I've been reading a lot. Yeah, George uh, Lucas was a huge fan of the Universal Flash Gordon serials, and he wanted to make a modern version. Yep. Yep. Um, Federico Fellini had the rights already, so Lucas wrote Star Wars A New Hope instead. That's crazy, dude. I know. Think of it. If there, if this movie never existed, Disney wouldn't rule the fucking world. What? They own Star Wars. Okay, they, they owned the world before they bought Star Wars. Yeah, but... They own literally everything else. Yeah, so. but they, now they own our hearts. Ugh, gross. <laughs> All right. So when Flash jumps out in front of the camera and goes, Yeah! That was an improv because no one else knew how to end of the movie. <laughs> Like that was it. Well, you made a you made a funny comment, and it's probably more true than I care to admit that this movie feels like if you and I made a movie. Yeah, if we made a movie with the current budget that we have, which is approximately zero dollars, stick of gum, and maybe fifty cents we found in a lots of tin foil. <laughs> we could totally do some tin foil. <laughs> but somehow we get a famous rock yeah. band to do our soundtrack. When I was reading the notes in here, uh, somebody called it like a twenty-seven million dollar improv improv movie. <laughs> That's a really good description. Yeah. All right. So five 007 actors. Max von Sydow, Timothy Dalton, Topol was apparently in one of them. Actually, now that I say that, I kind of remember him being in there. Andy Bradford, I don't know who that is, and Robbie Coltrane, I don't know who that is either. Good research. Great, right? (laughs) All right. This is why you guys listen. Apparently, in-universe, Flash's Flash t-shirt was from an anonymous female fan, and he wore it all the time hoping to meet the woman. You know what? I I can can Oddly sweet? Uh and creepy at the yeah, same time? a little creepy. What did she do to that shirt before she sent it, if it's anonymous? I think you know what she did oh, to that shirt. Oh, I know. <laughs> it wasn't good. All right, so apparently Dino De Laurentiis, who I think is a producer, never paid Sam Jones for the movie. <laughs> so they couldn't get him back in the recording studio to dub his lines. So most of the dialogue is dubbed. That's hilarious. <laughs> also, Dino De Laurentiis had never heard of Queen before making the movie. Yeah. When the band, when dun, they approached dun, the dun, band dun, 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 for the gig dun, dun. in 1979, Queen was like, fuck yeah. And their manager set up a meeting with De Laurentiis, who allegedly asked, who are the queens? <laughs> <laughs> P- 
Oh, okay. For those of you who don't know, Queen is my favorite band of all time. I love that fucking, yeah. All right. Apparently one of the things in the feast uh, at the Hawkman's place was Twinkies colored with food dye. Why not? Dude, that reminds you know me of that scene, Why from, not? that scene from Hook. Which one? The food. That's all like crazy oh, colors oh, and yeah, they have a food yeah, fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit, we got to do that movie too. Yeah, of course we do. Rufio! <laughs> <laughs> All right, according to Sam Jones, uh, when they were doing the uh, tilting disc Star Trek, apparently everyone who fell on it uh, got silver spray paint all over them, so they had to take it <laughs> and stop between each take and wipe the spray paint off. They couldn't have waited for the fucking paint to dry? Are you shitting me? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, so we covered a Dino De Laurentiis film recently it was coming yeah and didn't really realize it till we were going on what is best in life we were almost done with this when we realized it but anyway apparently they tried to get conan to play flash gordon you mean arnold no i meant conan (laughs) (laughs) arnold stay in character but they couldn't because his accent was so fucking thick i mean how is he an american football star you know could you imagine a world where arnold schwarzenegger is flash gordon his career would have probably tanked or no this re- movie would have nobody taken recovered, off. Nobody recovered from this except uh, except Max von Sydow, and he was heavily makeuped and such. That's probably the same reason. That's probably yeah. the reason why. Also, apparently, Dino De Laurentiis tried to uh, get Kurt Russell to play Flash Gordon. He wisely turned this down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you read the script, you'd be like, "How are you going to end it?" I'm going to say, "Yeah, yeah." Okay, all right, all right. Here, listen to this one. So everyone who played a Hawkman couldn't sit because of the big fake wings. <laughs> so they'd come onto set and everyone would just be laying on their stomachs. <laughs> except Brian Blessed who sat on a perch. <laughs> like a real bird. <laughs> I could just see him slob squatting on a perch. Like, are we ready for another take, Dino? <laughs> Okay. All right. So this dude named John Hollis played one of Clytus's observers. Clytus being that gold faced bad guy. Yeah, the General Clytus. Yeah. He had a device in front of his eyes called an electronic imager. He also was in episode five, Empire Strikes Back. He was Lobot with an electronic imager in his eyes and ears. He plays Lobot. Yeah. Oh my God. He plays Lobot. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Okay. That's actually kind of fucking cool. Because this movie inspired (laughs) Star Wars. According to Brian Blessed, it took him several days to set up the whole uh, scene with the hanging Hawkmen and the blasters and such. (laughs) And (laughs) apparently Brian Blessed just started going pew, 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 pew while he's firing his bazooka. And everyone else caught on. So if you actually like turned off the dubbing and that you just hear all these guys pew, 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 pew. Sam Jones got in on it. He had his little prop gun. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> so this was made exactly like we would. Oh, my God. I was just going to say the same thing. Okay. Uh, according to the original oh, storyline, Dale, when she's getting, uh, you know, seduced with the hypnotic ring thing, Proved. she has a vision of an erotic picnic in the 20s with Ming. <laughs> they were good. <laughs> Uh, I guess they wisely cut from the yeah. movie. At one point, Prince Voltan says, Who wants to live forever? Which, of course... Conan reference? No. 
Do you want to live forever? Yeah, I said Who Wants to Live Forever, oh. which is a Queen song. Okay, sorry. That they did in Highlander in 1986 later. You always get that get. wrong. <laughs> who wants to yeah. live anyway. forever? Yeah, I hope Queen sues you. Queen, I didn't do that. It was all him. Yeah, but I said it wrong, so it's not really theirs. You said it right the second time. God. <laughs> the only time you've ever done that right. Damn it! <laughs> Don't sue me. Okay, please. so Sam Jones got the role on this after Dino De Laurentiis' mom, a mother-in-law, saw him on a 1965 episode of The Dating Game. <laughs> also, it's from 1965, so she's been thinking about this dude for 14 years at this point. Like, damn, that motherfucker was hot. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, uh, I guess in the original comics, Flash was originally a polo player, but no one gave a shit by 1980 about polo. <laughs> <laughs> so they him a football player. <laughs> America! Fuck yeah! Okay, I, I called this during the show, or during the movie, uh, Ming's symbol, which Clytus wears on his gauntlets yeah, yeah, in his yeah, chest, yeah, 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 yeah. is borrowed from the Freemason Square and Compass. Also, apparently Ming makes Masonic gestures throughout the whole movie. I did not know that. Which is a whole other level of fucking weird that we're not even going to get into. We're on to you, Masons. Yeah. All right, you did some research on the origins of the... Yeah, a little little bit. Because I know that this um, is originally like a 30s... Yeah, originally a 1930s comic uh, that was... uh, Honestly, it was made in response to like Buck Rogers. Yeah. So it's supposed to be very similar, but in the original, instead of like... Like Buck Rogers is a guy from like the modern times at the time was like the thirties and he was yeah, shot. See, come at me. Aliens, shot, I'll fuck you up. Ah, yeah. See, yeah. He was shot forward into the future. But, um, um, flash Gordon was in an experimental rocket that went to Ming's planet. Punch and right in the kiss. Sent them into like the future and shit like that. Uh, then it was eventually made into, like you mentioned earlier, a, uh, cliffhanger serial. Dun, which those dun, are those dun. things. That, like you'd go to the theater and you'd watch, it would just always be playing and you would just watch it until you finally like watched all of them and then somebody and then they made like three of those and it's like watching a porn back when streaming yeah. porn first came out like 15 second clips over and over to get the job done yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> but and then it, and then it became a uh, a tv series in the 50s that uh i think it was like 39 episodes and it ran for like only from 54 to 55 but um it was it was in the year thirty twenty three, and A then fine vintage. Then <laughs> this movie in the seventies. <laughs> I mean, how this is nineteen eighty, but how close is it to like the original? Yeah, right. I'm sorry, the eighties. How close is this to the original comic source? <sighs> Not really, because again, in that one, well, it's got all the same character names. I think Clytus was invented for this, is what I read. So what I've got is uh, is he was um. It was Clytus Flash sounds like Bortus. <laughs> It does sound like Bortus. Uh, it's because his husband. Wait, Clyden. Clyden. That's because it's his yeah, husband. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. His mate. His mate. Um, it was it was Flash. You know, Dale. Uh, Doctor. Um, Zarkov. Zarkov, and the Princess Ara was in love with him. But it says in this in this article I read, it said it's like, but his relationship with Dale always came first. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's stupid. But uh, again, like he was he, he also, was chosen me- to be like an ex- he was an experimental pilot and shit like that instead of like ah, a that makes more yeah. sense than being a football star. Yeah. Yeah. At least that's what my research says. I don't know if it's fucking hey, totally close accurate enough for. Our and bullshit. then they actually made something that's completely like you know Smallville took Superman and totally just 
kind of fucked it up a little bit. No, because A, I don't like Superman, and B, I've never watched Smallville, so. Well, they did that. Apparently, they did a miniseries with Flash Gordon as well and just totally fucked with the whole story, so it's, like, hardly recognizable, so. Cool. But there hasn't been anything Flash Gordon for, like, 15 years. 15. Something like that. Okay. All right, well, we'll be back in a minute with some fan theories. (laughs) All right, so some fan theories. I've only got a couple. The first one is about what really happened to Ming at the end of the movie. He put on the ring of power, and then Sauron saw him, (laughs) and then he fled. Dude, I thought I was doing the fan theory. And then Sam carried him and threw him in lava. I can get... <laughs> I can't the carry fire. you, Sam. Wait, I can't carry you, Master Frodo. I don't fucking know. Well done. We need, we need LBJ well done. here. So, <laughs> there's a couple of different things. Um, people think that... Sam! <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of the movie, you see that there's a hand. This is the end, and then the hand goes and reaches the for the ring. And Confirmed. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. The end, question mark. So it, uh, the theory goes that Ming can store his essence in the ring mm-hmm. and that he had a trusted guard or aide that whenever it came time to this, would just, you know, get the ring and take him back to apparently Ming's supposedly from like another dimension where he can heal himself. Sure. And someday he'll return. Eh. Some also say that when he's in that essence realm, he's already healed, and that's his hand coming back because he's like a time traveler of some sort, which leads to this strange theory. You mentioned Doctor Who earlier, mm-hmm. that Ming is actually a renegade time lord, hmm. which doesn't mean anything to you because you don't watch Doctor Who. I've seen a dozen or but so episodes. time lords, when they're apparently in times of stress, they can time store lord, like their- Like the guy with the red jacket and the Walkman and the raccoon. Oh, sorry, that's uh, something other lord. That's Star-Lord. That hurts me on so many nerd levels. I know. I did that on purpose. I did that because of our first Dragon Con. I was going to say some other stuff. But but Time Lords can store their essence in things like uh, like the Doctor stores himself in a fob watch a number of times. The Master stores himself in some things a few times. And If you know Doctor Who, you know that. And apparently this is Ming's little thing he can store his essence in. Ming's little thing. (laughs) Uh, but those are kind of, you know, those are kind of the lamer stories, but, um, a big fan theory that was on Reddit that, um, I only stole a few things from, (laughs) um, Hey, I cite my sources. (laughs) Gross. Is it an APA bitch? This is a screets. Uh, quoting on the screets that you notice when I'm watching a movie flash doesn't really do much, right? Like everything he does seems to be accidental. Just like me. That it wasn't Flash's real plan to, like, kill Ming. I mean, it, it, he thought it was, but it was actually... He stabbed him with a ship that he learned to fly yeah, an no, hour before but he didn't, while a girl was lapped in. That was by accident. Yeah. But that it was actually Princess Aura's whole plan to assassinate her father. Yeah. I mean, I kind of assumed that she yeah. had something... That's why she brought Flashback. Right. Flashback. Oh, my God. I assume she recruited Flash for nefarious purposes from the beginning. Yeah, but like she, like when she brought I mean, him she's back, Ming's, she like plants the idea in his yeah, head. If she's Ming's daughter, yeah, then she's clearly power hungry and shitty too. Oh, for sure. But I mean, but who does she take as her apprentice afterwards? Well, Baron, the rule of two. She, she, the rule of two. Okay, there must okay. always be two. No more, no George less. George Lucas expanded on the Flash Gordon. <laughs> um, <laughs> always two there are. Um, 
but the, you know that she she can kind of control Baron, right? That he's kind of you know her little parts of her can control Baron, yes, fuck toy. <laughs> Uh, so that he's the right Baron is fond of shoving his hand into strange holes. <laughs> Don't get bit. <laughs> oh. Him and Flash were both shoving hands into strange holes on Dagobah. On 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 Dagador. Dagobatuin. Dagobatuin Endor Esquire the <laughs> Third. <laughs> but yeah, that's. I mean, honestly, I, it's funny because I was I was searching fan theories for this. There weren't much. There wasn't much to go on here. Many. There weren't many. There English wasn't much. Hard. Hey man, I barely speak one language. So, uh, but yeah, there was. There's some details in here about like how the plan, like she's using Dale to assassinate because that liquid that they gave her at the beginning was like, oh, you'll remember, but you won't mind you won't remembering. Mind remembering that like that was supposed to help like seed an idea in her to murder Ming in the yeah. wedding. Then it doesn't happen, so she has to improvise, breaking out. Baron Did you read anything them, about but... a theory that maybe this whole thing was a hallucination while they're sleeping on the plane, or maybe the plane crashed and they died, and they imagined? I didn't this? get any of that, but that's a good theory. I mean, that's just off the top of my head. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see anything. Like, honestly, I was searching for a solid few minutes, and like, yeah, I know that sounds like nothing to most people, but like that's that's usually enough to find some I good did a fan solid theories. Solid seven minutes of research for the show. Dude, when it. It, when a show has a number of established fan theories, that's usually enough to like find them. Yeah, you'll find um, the big ones. But now that's a that's a solid theory, um, especially because they talk about waking up in dreams throughout the whole kind of the whole movie. So do with that Holy what you will. Shit, I just had a theory. What's that? All right, when they wiped Hans Zarkov. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they reprogrammed him as level six. Do you think that that chick, that woman, I don't remember her general. name. General. The general maybe was a traitor and programmed him to to get Flash, to like help Flash win? Maybe, and but, like overthrow but she tried to kill Baron and him later with fire, remember? Yeah, but she could have probably killed him more effectively. Yeah, but she like, like maybe she, she sacrificed just, herself. Maybe the whole thing was not to get Ming killed, but Clytus. Because he did have an awkward exchange with her, where he like rubbed oh, her yeah. face and was like, "All right, sweet cakes." Or re- she was jealous of him because he liked the princess. It's very empire. Ooh, it's very Maybe imperial. This whole thing was just to get him killed. That's why she programmed Harm Zarkov at a six. I can dig that. That's a good theory. Uh, my new headcanon. Yeah, there you go. All right, we've uh, figured the whole movie out. Thanks, people. Yeah, we solved. We solved Flash Gordon. You're welcome. You don't need to watch it now. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, you dweebs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to Fluent Nerd. Join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review somewhere. Also, tell your friends about us. Seriously, text one now or shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. Dive! We want to give a special thanks to our music talent, Sean Ryan. Check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. See you next week. Dive! Dive!